Hi, and welcome to Where the White Coats Come Off podcast. We are Katie and Beth, PAs and doctors in medical science on a mission to help you get accepted into PA school. So if you are a pre-PA, you are in the right place. We have spent years working at PA programs and on the admissions committee at PA schools, which means we were the ones reviewing CASPA apps and deciding who to interview, interviewing and deciding who to accept. So get ready for some solid advice and mentoring to help you get into PA school. Before we get started, we want to tell you a little bit about our background and why we started this. During our years working at PA schools, we saw so many applicants that made mistakes on their CASPA apps and in their interviews that cost them a seat or an entire cycle, if not several cycles. We don't want this to be you. There is so much noise out there about how to apply to PA school, and we saw so many candidates take bad advice and because of this, missed out on starting PA school. Beth and I hated seeing this, so we started Pre-PA Clinic and this podcast. Now, between our application to acceptance course, private coaching packages, CASPA app editing, and everything in between, we get to make sure you are the most competitive, strongest candidate so you can start your dream career. The PA profession needs you and your future patients need you. So let's go and get into today's episode. So we get asked this question all the time, and so we just want to clear up a few things about what is considered patient care experience and what is considered healthcare experience. So you have the opportunity to put your different healthcare jobs into these two categories into CASPA. And it can sometimes be hard to understand which one is healthcare experience and which one is patient care experience. So here are some tips for you to figure this out. Patient care experience really focuses on hands-on clinical duties that you do to help patients. For example, if you're an EMT or a paramedic, this type of experience would be considered patient care experience because you're intubating, you're giving injections, you're giving oxygen, you're taking a history, and you really are like clinically intervening in these patients. So this type of thing would be patient care experience. Now, we know that even as a PA, like there's always some admin stuff, right? You always have to chart, we have to do peer-to-peer, etc. So we know that every single second of your job is not going to be hands-on, even as PAs, physicians, EMTs, etc. We have to do some charting and we have to do some paperwork. That's all part of the job. So as long as the majority of your duties are patient care duties, then you can count that as patient care experience. Now, healthcare experience is where you're still working in the healthcare environment, but you don't have many hands-on duties. So these are things like a lot of, for example, nurse assistants or patient care assistants, patient care techs, etc., can fall under this. So let's say you're working in a nursing home and you are helping patients with ADLs, right? Activities of daily living such as bathing, feeding, transferring, etc. Well, these aren't really hands-on clinical duties, so this type of thing would be healthcare experience. Maybe you're transporting patients in and out from CT to MRI, etc. Again, that type of thing would be healthcare experience because you don't have those hands-on duties. You're not taking vitals, you're not giving injections, you're not intubating, etc. So even though you're still working in the healthcare environment, you don't have those patient skills, we count this as healthcare experience because we want you to be able to show that, hey, I've worked in the hospital environment, I've worked as a team, I've worked with patients, I really understand medicine. And so they allow you to put those things under healthcare experience. Another thing to think about is there is a research experience section as well. So if you did any kind of research, which typically involves 
less patient care experience. You might take blood or something like that, samples, etc. but mostly research focused, then you can actually put that under research. So even if you do a few, you know, um, HCE duties or PCE duties in your research, we recommend putting that under research unless the majority of your time is actually doing PCE, etc. So I hope this really helped you figure out which one is HCE and which one is PCE. Thank you so much for listening to Where the White Coats Come Off podcast, and thank you for letting us be a part of your journey to PA school. Before we go, we want to shout out to all the reapplicants and the totally overwhelmed applicants. Friends, we see you, and we want to make sure you know what is available for you when you are ready to put together your most competitive application with help from professors who have years of experience in PA admissions. We have a private coaching program where we walk you through every single step of putting together your most competitive rock star PA school application. Instead of feeling discouraged, overwhelmed, stressed, or at a loss, we are going to be by your side the entire way, from starting from scratch to having an outstanding application. This package includes it all, program matching, private Zoom sessions, personal statement assistance and editing, CASPA experience details and app editing, mock interview, supplemental application editing, virtual shadowing, so much more, all the things. Let's go. Let's do this together. We are so passionate about your future as a PA. Sign up in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you at the next episode.